Hey everybody, it's Shannon with Everything's Hunky Dory, and today we have a special guest joining us. In keeping with this week's episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where Mauricio and PK gave us the laugh of a lifetime at their little dinner discussing Erica Jane, I thought that I would have my own husband join us for a recap of this week's episode of Beverly Hills, and to also discuss how each of us has indoctrinated our significant other into the Bravo world, whether they wanted to or not. Um, so today we have my husband, Matt. Matt, hi. say hi. 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 Um, so Matt, you've been watching Bravo now for like, I don't know, seven. Uh, lots of years. Seven years. And obviously at the beginning you weren't entirely thrilled at the idea of watching Bravo 24-7, 365. And I kind of just want to, you know, go over a couple of the, you know, he doesn't watch every franchise, to be it's fair. Too many. Yeah, I mean, look, it's hard even for me to keep up with how many franchises there are. But Matt watches Beverly Hills religiously, Potomac religiously, He's pretty well versed in Atlanta and New York and New York religiously, although we can all agree this past season didn't really give anybody the heebie-jeebies in a good way. It gave us the creeps in a bad way. It, yeah. I mean, there were great parts of the season, you know. They were dancing around in Macy's. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like when they were dancing around in Pasties, that was thrilling, I'm sure, for the, you know, heterosexual men that are forced and not forced. I shouldn't say forced. It's not like I'm like holding him at gunpoint to watch these shows. He genuinely enjoys them. He doesn't like admitting. I like arguing with you about them. He really does, you guys. He <laughs> loves arguing with me about my hot takes. And then he gives me his hot takes. And I get really pissed off when his hot takes actually make sense and negate my hot takes because I don't like being wrong, especially when it comes to something that I consider myself an aficionado, you know, a professional, a connoisseur, if you will. So he's, he's quite knowledgeable on housewives and has some pretty good opinions on each of the cast members of the different franchises he watches. Again, he's Beverly Hills. Potomac and New York, those are his core, like the Venn diagram of housewives would be that. Those three make up his entire knowledge. Atlanta, loosely, loosely aware. And Salt Lake City, he's aware, he watches it, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, but I thought we would play a game. Great. Where let's like like <laughs> Rena says, let's go around the table and each say, no, we're not doing that because obviously there's only two of us. It so a trash fire every time. Right. Even he knows. He knows that it turns into an absolute shit show dumpster fire every time, every time any of the housewives, like last week's Potomac. Let's play a fucking game. Right. And it's like, oh, oh. no, don't do this. Don't play the game. You know, last week's Potomac, they did it. But it actually, that wound up being... That one wasn't too bad. 
that that was I I I liked that only because it ended on a positive note, which I feel like it never ends in a positive. I was going to say this is probably the first, last, and only time in Housewives history that we will have a table game end on a positive note. And by the positive note, I mean Karen and Giselle seemingly mending fences a little bit. I mean, look, it's progress. I I don't know. It's a step forward. I think that they're on, I'm hoping that they're on either that or I hope they <laughs> either that or I hope they start a new fight. Those bitches hate each other. They do hate each There's other. There's no we, bending fences. I mean, but look, we really like that they hate each other at the same time because it gives us a great I mean, it gives us LOLs. We like that whenever Karen Huger is dragging Giselle and whenever Giselle is dragging Karen Huger I like in a confessional. Karen goes so hard. Karen goes really hard, but we're here for it. Anyway, so we're going to play, we're going to play a little game where we quiz Matt on, it's kind of like a, this is a very wish.com version of watch what happens live games that Andy plays. Obviously we're on a lower budget over here. So bear with us. So let's play a game, Matt. Matt, who's your favorite housewife out of the franchises that you watch? Current or past? Like, are they still there? Um, let's do, let's do, how about this? Let's do top five. Give me your top five housewives. Of all time. Of all time in ranking order. So start with five being the least favorite of the favorite. I need like days to prepare for that question. Well, you don't have days. So, uh, okay. I gotta go top down. I gotta do number one first. Okay. Your number one housewife. I'm I'm gonna say Sonia Morgan because she's been the most consistent. She hasn't started any real trash fires. She's not thrown glasses or tables. Uh, and she was super hot. Okay, she okay. Well, she hasn't thrown glasses or tables, but she stood but on she's, the table. I was gonna say she stood on the glass thing and See, that was epic though i mean that okay with the flower on her head that was, <laughs> that was perfect that was everything so okay sonia morgan is your number she's one housewife. all time she's my favorite okay number two so i'm immediately drawn to wendy from salt lake city okay wendy's on potomac but we oh love god <laughs> <laughs> all right let's, let's rename her um blondie what's her name so your number two is blondie that's not a no housewife. help me out what's her name whitney yes okay he's whitney. got matt's got a really big thing for whitney rose i do too i really vibe with her i love her energy she's always just she reminds me of you oh thank you i am Kind of fucked up she wasn't number one then huh <laughs> all right so this is i refuse to be disrespected on my own podcast um you'll be sleeping outside tonight anyway uh, continue in number three once we had sonia then whitney i have to go with a different franchise I, you don't have to it's just whoever i really like i like rena i like yes. rena a lot you know I'm a Rena Stan. I know she's 
She's been problematic the past couple episodes. Trust me, it's not it's not lost on me, you guys. I'm I'm over here cringing with everybody else who is against Lisa Rinna, but a stan I shall stay until she does something hugely problematic, which I hope isn't ever the case. But moving on to number four. I'm going to say Portia. Portia, but she's not coming back. Ah. I mean, how long was she on? She's been on since season two. So what season are we on? Um, I believe season 12 is about to start. Okay, so she was on for a decade. Yeah, she's been on and we've seen her story. I'm kind of upset, obviously, that she's not going to be returning to continue the story, but we all know. She has another show. She, right. She's likely, it's not confirmed yet. And I lo- li- listen to him over here knowing shit. Knowing, osmosis. Knowing. <laughs> so we talk about it at the gym. Okay. We talk about it over breakfast. This is this is a cult. I can tell. It's a cult. But this is a fun cult. This is not like LuLaRoe. <laughs> it's not like the LuLaRoe cult, um, which is something else I'll be deep diving uh, in the coming weeks with Emily Rose uh, podcast is Who the F Knows with, or Who TF Knows with Emily Rose. Uh, follow her on Instagram. She's hilarious. Great content. Anyway. Moving on to number four. So we've got Sonia, Whitney, Renna. Portia. Portia. And then number five. Robin. Robin. Robin Dixon. I like Robin. We love Robin. She's got this. Oh, no, wait. Was your number two Whitney? Yeah. I thought you said Wendy. Whitney. Oh, you meant Whitney. Wendy could be on this list too. He really likes Wendy. She could also be on a different list. Yes. Okay. So. Well, thank you yeah. for playing that game. You did well. I agree with most of your placement. I personally wouldn't put Sony Morgan at the very top of my list. And in my top five, if I had to do a top five, my number one favorite housewife of all time, no shade at my queen, Rena, but I'm going to have to go with Bethany Frankel. Number okay. two, I would have to go with Lisa Rena. Okay. Number three, I would have to go with, oh man, Nene Leakes. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love Nene. Nene okay. has, Nene has some of the most memorable one-liners and some of the best shade. She always had a great storyline. There was never a blip on her storyline radar. She always had something hot, new, and exciting. Um, and I mean, like. She had a super quick wit yeah she her, her tongue is sharp her wit is quick you know i appreciate <laughs> she is a bad bitch we love mini leaks um number four i would probably have to say kyle richards who has also been a bit problematic the last few episodes and then number five god i I think Karen Huger would be my number five, just because again, she's, she's always got something to say. She's, oh, I don't know. She keeps it fresh. So I think that would be my top five, either, either Karen or Whitney. I would, I don't know. For me, they would both kind you of. would take Karen over Whitney. All right. So Karen has. Well, Karen also has. She'll six, put a dig on anyone. I mean, if Karen Huger shaded me. That would be probably one of the highlights of my life. You know, like 
birthing children, getting married, and then like being shaded. Yeah, if Karen Huber roasted my ass, I wouldn't even like I would cry tears of joy. I wouldn't even cry because I was sad. I'd be like, this was everything. It was amazing. She's such a mess though. No, she's not. Karen? Karen's not a mess. She's got her shit together. She's got a three wick candle. <laughs> three wicks. I'm holding I've up heard three fingers. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole room. Um, so that I mean, I don't know. It just goes to show you that these men are paying attention. We they, have to. You have to. What else are we gonna talk about? Exactly. I don't want to talk about anything else, honestly, ever. Maybe I do. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't want to. I mean, we talk about cars and shit sometimes because I actually I am kind of a car junkie. Junkie for you know not to genderize everything, but for a female, I would be considered knowledgeable or overly knowledgeable about cars in comparison. I guess if you had to say, but I don't really like doing the gender thing. I would say you have an above average knowledge from most people. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about everything, but <laughs> <laughs> she's modest. So look, I am humble. Okay. <laughs> Don't step on my humbleness. Um, so let's do some other hot takes. Did Erica know? Fuck yes, she knew. She of knew. course she knew. She knew the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Do you think she's gonna have to repay the victims, or do you think that she gets away with that part? So two feelings. I hope she has to repay the victims, but I'm not confident she's going to. Yeah, it's still, I don't know. The jury's still kind of out on that. I'm honestly, we've beaten the Erica Jane thing to death. All I really want to focus on, if we're going to even talk about Erica Jane, is the fact that PK and Mauricio said what everybody wants to say. Well, and especially when fix the fucking ankle. <laughs> Forget about the head. Fix the ankle. Fix the fucking ankle. <laughs> like, what? I mean, that was really everybody's reaction, though. You're going to talk. And then the glaucoma. That what? Where did the glaucoma come? I don't know. I don't want to talk about Erica Jane. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. I was flipping. Then my glaucoma came in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. And who's confronting, who's confronting a burglar out there? All I could see in my head was a low budget horror movie with an elderly white man in like matching pajamas with like his name monogrammed on the breast pocket, you know, calling out because the police report said that Tom told them he heard, he heard talking coming from the closet, which I don't know. This means you're losing your shit. Well, oh, that's not very nice because I think he has dementia. Allegedly, we don't know everything well, with them is allegedly. Right. But either way, the police said that Tom told them he heard talking from the closet, and he called out, thinking that it was Erica's son. Which is kind of weird because if your parents are going through a divorce and you're a grown ass adult, like he's like thirty or. I was so about to say how old. Like, is why that? is he there? If Erica's not seeing Tom, why would the son be seeing Tom? That doesn't make any fucking sense. None of their story makes any okay, sense. Okay, I know. Like the snow in Pasadena. It's just one of them days. But at 79 years old, if I hear talking coming from my closet, I'm not calling out. I'm He's call- got a life alert button. He just has to I, hit no, it. No, you call fucking 911. Click, click, bitch. I don't know. It's just. So it's at my house. It's just, it, the whole story is just very weird. But I loved watching Mauricio and PK just deliver facts pk is two for two two weeks in a row he's been PK's on point he's 
he really came through. He's a dreet. You're not getting fucking fired this season. Look, I'm a, I don't care if you like it or not. I'm about to fuck shit up with some facts. And that he did. And he gave everybody, I mean, nobody saw it coming. Everybody fell in love with it. It was everything that everybody needed to get us through the week. Like I said, it was, um, perfect. It was perfect. And I hope that, I hope that this week brings even more laughs from PK and or Mauricio or both because they're bromance. I'm obsessed. So, okay. Just to stay on Erica for one second, I'm going to ask you just a fun question. Ugh. Whose ego is bigger, Erica Jane or Karen Huger? Erica. Erica. 100%. She's bold enough to be okay taking money from people that have massive class action lawsuits. Okay, but enough about Erica Jane and that whole mess. Moving on to another question. Who's your favorite house husband? Like uh, of the real husbands. I shouldn't say house husband because they all it's, work. It's, it's a hand. It's Mauricio. Mauricio. 100%. Yeah, Mo, it's Mauricio. We love Mo. Mo is the best. I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you there. I know that the husbands of Jersey get a lot of praise. They're fun. They're fun. But they're equally bitchy. They are really fucking dramatic. They really are. Not Frank, though. Frank's not. Frank's pretty cool. What's what, Melissa's husband? Joe. Joe. He's a mess. Joe's a hothead. I, think, I like Joe. I think Joe's... I can't remember what his sign is. I want to say he's a Leo. He gets Either so way. red when he's mad. He does. He, he does. His face goes from zero to tomato, like, <laughs> really fast. I, lo- I love Joe Gorga, though. Joe Gorga's adorable. The Gorgas in general, they're adorable. Um, well, I guess that would bring me to another question, since the Gorgas have kids, and they're really fan, they're kind of a fan favorite for family. Right. Who has, out of all of the franchises that you watch, because he actually, I forgot, you guys, he does watch New Jersey. He's not super religiously into it like I am, but he will sit down and watch episodes with me, but more so the older stuff. Yeah. He, he likes the old, old New Jersey, which I think everybody can agree. Okay. Not the seasons with like Ziggy and whatnot. That was, those were trash ass seasons, but um, who has the funniest kids? Would you say? Uh, like what franchise do you think it's Jersey? Jersey. You think Jersey has the funniest kids? I mean, Jennifer Aiden's oh, wait kids. Up in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Think about so many things. It's the funniest thing ever. We really do reference that a lot in this house. Like I'll be, I'll wake up in a shit mood. And he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, waking up in the morning. <laughs> Think about so many things. Just wish things will get better. Like, I'm not even kidding you guys. It's a real, this is, this house is a cult. It's a Bravo cult. This might be a Mecca. I don't know. We could hold, BravoCon could be at my fucking house, actually. Think about that. Like a pyramid scheme, like LuLaRoe, LuLaRich. (laughs) Everything right now for me ties back to LuLaRich and the pyramids. I know he hasn't watched it yet. You guys, if you haven't watched LuLaRich, watch it. Um, And then also make sure you tune in when I deep dive the fuckery that goes on with that pyramid scheme. So you would say that Jersey has the funniest kids. Yeah, I because I like um 
what was the guy that ran the entertainment hall his wife like their kids oh the manzos yes their kids were funny but like the manzos were funny the manzos were funny but look i stand dina manzo because she is my astrology loving soul sister she was the one that had the no arm puppy yes gracie gracie oh poor gracie she was so cute but no i love ruined me forever i have (laughs) i (laughs) he is exposed now he's feeling very exposed in this moment um but for me i would say probably the funniest kids are potomac because giselle's kids roast her at every fucking turn and rightfully so because I mean, remember when Giselle was talking about relationship advice and her kids were even like, I don't think you should be giving relationship advice or Robin's son when she was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go see a life coach. And he was like, what's that? And she was like, it's somebody you go see like when your life isn't together. And he was like, dang, your life isn't together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That was superior, superior level shade. And I, I don't know, for me, it's Potomac um who are your let's say your three least favorite present housewives erica's number one okay by a mile number two ramona ramona's number two number three what's got to be jen yeah those are really probably standard answers I would think I was gonna say I would have a little bit of a different ordering because okay please don't roast me for this everyone I'm not roast I'm not and if you're gonna roast me like don't be a dick about it just you know be fun about it um if if I'm going in order of most ratchet like gets on my nerves the fucking most top three Ramona Singer we don't have a reunion because of fucking Ramona Singer and her weird like I don't want to talk about Ramona a lot either because I don't want to give her the airspace anymore because she ruined everything for everybody she She ruined push-ups she she okay so in this house (laughs) we're really into fitness and we still are recovering from Ramona doing push-ups at that silly little Halloween. It was like a fashion show. Well, no, it was it was a contest. A it was like a, pa- a no, it was a pageant contest. Like, because remember they had to do, they There's, had to have a talent, yep. and Ramona's talent was fitness, and she did the jankiest fucking push-ups I've ever seen. Like, I, my low, my fit, my L five felt disrespected watching that. Anybody who works out, you L five, you're lower. Anyway. Minutia. But those push-ups were atrocious. And so Ramona's my number one. Fucking tired of her. She ruined everything. She's been ruining everything. Nobody's holding her accountable. That's another topic, though. Number two, Jen Shaw, because I don't find anything Shaw-amazing about her. <laughs> um, the only thing Shaw-amazing was that we saw her get Shaw arrested on camera. And then I would say... Number three, most annoying housewife. Oh, I was expecting you to say Candace. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never mind. Candace. <laughs> thank you. See, this is what other halves are for you guys. He pulled, he picked up the slack where I was lacking. Candace. I just thought she's a 
she's a crybaby to me, kind of. Um, I, I enjoy her at times, but ultimately, ugh, I'm just kind of, I don't know. But I do like her song Drive Back, which kind of was, that's a painful admission for me to, you know, like I'm saying that on my podcast, it burns, I, it, it burns a little, but I'm not going to, I'm not somebody who's like a hater, hater. If you do good shit, cause she's gorgeous. She is funny. Sometimes her song is cute, but ultimately I just, I not, can't do it. I, I can't. Um, if you had to pick between, let's say the better host, Andy Cohen, or Anderson Cooper, because they're best friends. Look how dirty I am, you guys. I'm pitting besties. I like Anderson Cooper. (gasps) Yeah. See, here's my thing with Andy Cohen on his, what, 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 watch what happens live. It's too script. It it feels like it's a game show. The way he talks to the camera. I I don't like it. I like Anderson Cooper. He's genuine. He's yeah, but it, I guess, hair. I don't know, maybe this was a bad matchup because Anderson Cooper's on... It's also two different... I was going to say, CNN is kind of... That's like legit shit. It's a little heavier. Watch what happens. Fucking Bravo. <laughs> Watch What Happens Live is a fun show where you go... <laughs> like, you have drinking games on Watch I don't think CNN is like, all right, guys, take a sip every time we say... That's like asking who's the better announcer, Tom Brokaw or Carrot Top. Like, you just... Yeah, that was a, okay. That was my bad, you guys. I I tried with that one. It was a little bit of a reach. What would be your what's your most favorite housewives fight that you can recall? Like when I say it, what comes to your mind immediately? Like without Candace and Monique. That was your favorite. I got a head slammed on the table. Okay, that was there's like, a wine glass to a, the face. Well, no, there wasn't a wine glass to the face. The wine glass hit a face. A wine glass hit Monique's face. Like part yes. Okay. I would she kept coming after the fight was over. So I'm just gonna, well, because she said I'm she was gonna she, take her ass out. <laughs> okay, that part, that part was everything. But what I okay. So guys, oh, and again, I hate to like genderize things and generalize statements. But a lot of heterosexual men get really into a girl fight. That's a hundred percent correct. And I don't understand it, but I guess I don't know. I like a I I like a girl fight. <laughs> <laughs> I Damn do. Girl. I do. But there are certain girl fights that I don't really like, and that one I didn't like. And it, maybe it was because of the the way that it was edited. You know where, and I, I don't want to blame everything on editing, but. It just, the way that Candace denied putting her hand in Monique's face when she really did put her hand in Monique's face. And the fact that that fight ultimately led to Monique leaving the franchise. And that's I'm a, a Monique. Yeah, I'm a Monique. Oh my God, that's a drag me Monique because that's the line. That's, <laughs> that, was, that I love that. He didn't even mean to do that. Look how cute you guys. So look, oh. um, that was not my favorite fight that fight made me it makes me sad just because it means Monique isn't here I'm I'm still it's still the best fight uh, okay for me (laughs) this is an obvious let's talk about the husband (laughs) hands down you can't you can't tell me that whole scene and I'm not just talking about Rinna throwing the glass and Kyle running out of the door and I'm also including Kim Richards calling Eileen Davidson a beast. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of 
a dig it, you beast. Like, I, if, some, be so if somebody upset. called me a beast, I'd be like, bitch, what did you just say? <laughs> like, I, but Eileen was just as confused though, but she, Eileen is such a class act that she just looked at Kim like sideways, like, beast, how dare you? And I, that was so soap opera too, days of our lives, realness. Um, <laughs> she was really channeling her inner soap star in that moment, I kind of felt. But for me, that's my favorite. Actually, I don't know. I don't, ooh, I don't know. Teresa, hold on. Funniest. Teresa flipping the table at Danielle Saab. That was good. Been engaged 19 times? <laughs> like, you can't, that's all. That's a tough one. For me, I don't know. I, I still... I still, just because I'm a Rena stan and for Rena, don't fuck with Harry Hamlin. And I kind of feel that way too. Don't you ever, don't you ever talk about my husband. I'm that way with my husband, but I'm also that way about Harry Hamlin. And I have no fucking card in that game at all, but I'm very protective of Harry Hamlin. And I love, oh my God, when Harry showed up at the dinner. Owned that house. He, oh god he's so cute and when he went to go outside and Renan was like don't don't do it don't Harry 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 come inside come is on is it safe is it safe no, no Harry Harry don't don't fucking do it but so those I would have to say those two fights are my favorite but the the let's talk about the husband definitely gonna have to go with that being the best one um so since since it's about to be today is Real Housewives of Potomac and Real right. Housewives of Salt Lake City, um, do you think do you think that we carry on the Giselle and Karen peace path, or do you think that things are going to go all the way fucking left tonight and they're going to be right back to? I don't know if they make a hard left tonight, but they're going to make a hard left. You think so? I. You think they're going to go back to hundred percent. Hundred percent. Those their fight goes back to black and white TVs. Yeah, their fight. <laughs> their fight. Got, well, because Karen's still pissed off about something that happened, honestly, like four seasons ago. And I, I still, I love Karen Huger, but it's, it's a reach. She's for all her. Luann. You need to apologize. Oh my god! Always <laughs> apologize. <laughs> Matt has a real beef, like watching older episodes of New York where, because Luann, if you go back and watch old New York, you can see it's almost every episode where Luann is like, I demand an apology. Apologize. (laughs) And it's like, if you demand apology, I'm not a believer in demanding apologies from people. Because it's BS. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not, if, what if I'm not fucking sorry? If I'm not sorry, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. Unless you want me to tell you, look, I'm not sorry, but I'll say it if it's going to make you feel better. Right. Kind of brings me to the question. If you had to pick a housewife that is most like me, I guess, let's just say in general. This is a loaded question. I know. You're careful. Because if it's not one of the ones that's on my top five, then I just called you not in my top five. You guys, I'm in danger. (laughs) Just give it to me. I'm going to say it's it's a Whitney Sonia mashup. So it's like Whitney right now, but I'm going to be Sonia when I like. I hope you're like Sonia when you're at that age. <laughs> praise anything that can be praised. I hope like Sonia more. Why? Why would you attribute my personality to that of Whitney's character? So I feel like 
Whitney's a closet bad bitch. She had to go through a lot yeah, to be where she is. She did. She did some bad shit. She didn't do bad shit. But in the eyes of her church, she did bad shit. In the eyes of normal, not that Mormons are normal, she needed but to do. yeah, she followed her heart. Right. But she's fun. The she's big wild. smile. She's wild. <laughs> the big smile. Matt's really into girls that have big smiles, big teeth. That's that's why he. So one of his like housewife crushes is Monique. One yep. of yeah, like anybody who has a big smile with like perfect teeth. Perfect. He's obsessed and like yours. Thank you. Bam. He's just trying to win points with me for. Because it's on the record. Okay. <laughs> it is. You guys heard it. So, you know. Anyway. Um, so who, okay, one more question, because it mm. kind of came to my mind also, since we're talking about Potomac and Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is just on its second episode of its second season. So it's still very fresh, very new. And Potomac has a new cast member this season. So I guess who who's your favorite newest addition this past year you could say that includes yeah that includes you know that can include beverly hill so let's let's put together the list of the new members like so so we have jenny from salt lake city is that her name jenny jenny i don't know if it's really fair to judge jenny yet because we're just one episode in but we can include we can her. Put her in. She's, She's new because I like her so far. That's, 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 so Jenny. So there's Jenny. There's oh, Jesus. Mia. It, yeah, Jenny. Mia. Crystal. Ebony. Crystal. Is that it? Sut- well, Sutton's a new housewife. But she's been around for a minute. No, no. This is only her second season. Last season, she was a friend of. That's a lot of minutes. I guess in man time. In man time, Sutton is an OG. I suppose. So we're asking which one is my favorite? Who's your favorite newbie? Like, who do you think is going to be a long-standing, you know, who's going to understand their assignment, hold their position, and bring... Mia. Mia. I, you know... Mia. Because Mia is one of the characters... Man, until I watched the Watch What Happens Live... Mm -hmm. I did not like Mia. You didn't like her? I just her He's, attitude. Yeah, but she owns it. Like <sighs> she doesn't give a shit. That's what I like about her. She's like, yep, showed my slang titties for dollars. Like my husband and I had a threesome, and I don't really care what you think about it. Yeah, my husband's like 33. Well, even though her ma- she couldn't even do the math. She was like, look, my husband's fucking older than me. I don't even know by how many years. <laughs> But she was like, he's a good bit older. And her husband seems like a lot of fun. I've liked Mia since her inception. I know that you've kind of been riding been the touch fence. and go. Touch and go. Touch but and So go. you would say, though, if I think you had she's to got pick. the most staying power. I do, too. Because she's young. She's tough. I was going to say, I don't see anybody taking her down. And she thinks she's a queen. And she is. She's a badass. Look at her. She's like a boss babe. Like she runs all these like chiropractors. There's one up the street from us. Oh, that's right. Over at the Grove. There's one. She has one of the joint chiropractics that opened in, um, we live in the Orlando area, but she's a bad bitch. She's running shit up and down the East coast. You know, she's got her little kids. They're adorable. 
her husband he yeah. seems he loves totally into it i'm he's totally into it but i'm really looking forward to seeing g on screen a little bit more since the previews show that that boy likes to have fun and i love a i love a fun boy anytime what? like when mauricio gets yeah. baited as hell like he was at that dinner the other night you could tell he was baked and just lit just living his best life the way like when he throws his head back and laughs i can't get enough of it um but i love a fun boy moment on the housewives it, it makes me happy so i am inclined to agree with you that yeah. mia is going to be the one because i kind of see sutton i don't see sutton staying more than like three or four uh, seasons if that no i she's I think, gotten so much smoke she doesn't but she's she's a bad bitch too she comes off as a little bit meek in the moment like she'll talk up a good game and then when she gets in the moment she kind of she kind of gets intimidated i think sometimes or just a little bit or maybe it's just fucking erica i don't know but i just i see her tapping out I don't After. think she's got the hide for it or the desire. Yeah, I think maybe it's she more... can deal with it, but I don't think she wants to. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I get. I love. We love. Okay, so we love Sutton. It took. We didn't love her immediately, but we grew. No. The, the love grew. Okay. Um. We we love Ebony K Williams. We live for Ebony K Williams. Both of them are Virgos. Might I add? Just want to point that out. Ugh. Um. I know he's so over my astrology bullshit. You guys, it's bad enough that I have him indoctrinated into Bravo, but I also, you know, get him on my spiritual astrology crystal. Yeah, journey. I'm holding a crystal right now. Okay. Well, we, yeah, we both are. It was a requirement. It was kind of in the NDA. It was like, look, you don't talk about this, but you also have to hold a fucking crystal while you talk. What stays in office. It, right. What stays in my, what happens in this office stays in my <laughs> office, but like kindly hold a crystal while you're in here. Keep your energy high. Mm. But so we think, okay, so Matt's prediction is tonight shit goes all the way left. No, or, no, no, no. no. I said not maybe tonight. not tonight. Okay. So, but tonight, I think we carry on the Kumbaya. Yeah. Yeah. I think tonight we, we, you know, we still see some peace between, I'm not saying like they're hugging or anything. No. But I think that there's still going to be some sort of normalcy between the two of them where they're not just like stabbing each other from across the table. And then with Salt Lake City, do you think that we see any kind of mending between Heather, Whitney and Lisa? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet they're not gonna it everything is going towards jen right I, I don't know no no i don't not yet well but that was how the episode left off last week it was lisa talking so they're gonna to have Mary. to drag it out for at least another episode they can't fix it like that oh i know they're not gonna fix it like that but do you think that lisa gets the girls together oh, like when they went race car driving Oh my God, when she was going- Wait, like, that was Whitney she... that set that up. No, that was fucking Lisa who set that up, I believe. Or was it Whitney? Either way, Lisa talked a good game. She's like, I'm a car girl. I'm a car girl. 45 miles a fucking hour. Like- I have to get one of these. Right? <laughs> no. I was like, that is not how you drive a lot. Because I think she was in a 911, right? It was, it was either a 911 or a Ferrari. Somebody, I thought she was in the 911 and Whitney was in the Ferrari. Either yeah. way, minutiae people. But so you you don't think that there's any sort of because I was kind of thinking tonight we might have Lisa and Whitney and Heather at a function together. 
and somebody kind of broaches the topic of like, or like maybe tries to, you know, like extend an olive branch with a, hey, how have you been, you know, type of, I don't know. It'll be awkward as shit. That's what well, that's, you'll be able to see right through it. There might be something like that, but it'll be nonsense. I just, you know. I don't think they're ready for it. No, I, I agree with you. I, and, you know, after last week's episode and Heather on Watch What Happens Live, and I love Heather Gay, but anybody who watched her on Watch What Happens Live last Sunday when she was on with Mia, I had, to, like, I had a fucking blanket over my face. <laughs> when, I'm not even kidding, you guys. I had a blanket over my face when she was talking because I could just hear the attorneys typing up her subpoena for a deposition. 100%. Um, so, you know, we're waiting to see how that develops after last week but I guess we'll see what happens tonight my prediction is there is some sort of gesture towards them meeting up maybe they don't meet up tonight I think they do I think they wind up in the same spot because they are filming right so they're gonna have to be around each other at some point or another and I think that somebody and I'm gonna predict the somebody right now I'm gonna say Heather Gay I think Heather makes an effort to say hi to Lisa because Heather just strikes me as that person. Yeah. Like, I think she, in her world, everything is through rose colored glasses and everybody would be friends or be a friend to her. And I don't begrudge her for having that kind of mentality because believe it or not, oftentimes I kind of like to pretend like everything is through rose colored glasses too. Everything's hunky dory. Everything's hunky dory, you guys, right? <laughs> like when somebody's like, how is everything? Everything's hunky dory. Really, my life is on fucking fire, but everything's hunky dory. That's that's how it all ties back in. So thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, make sure that you subscribe my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere that you find your podcasts. And follow me on Instagram at everything's hunky dory underscore. That's at everything's hunky dory underscore. And TikTok is coming soon. So stay tuned for that news. I'm going to finally bite the bullet and jump on the Gen Z train. Um, pretty scared, honestly, because we all know I've said it before technology is not my favorite. But it was really fun having you, Matt. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Not that he had a choice, you guys. None. He's at gunpoint right now. Actually, he's (laughs) not. Don't call the police, I swear. But anyway, I hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.